Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. This is the first time this season we've had to uh, re-record an episode. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. At least it didn't happen when we had a guest. We've never had to like re-recording an episode oh, that, with a guest. Oh no, that's I've seen you like posting that on the thing, and I'm just like, Ugh. we've lost, we lost an episode. Well, we had some trouble with uh, with Scott and with Nick on Ferris, but that seemed to be like a one, like both of those were just like one-off scenarios. I don't expect that to happen a lot, you know. It is weird re-recording a conversation that we had. I'm not even gonna like pretend to try to like rehab the same conversation that we had, but. I do have some addendums to my notes from yesterday after our conversation, so we'll figure it out. You ready for this? I think about that the same way that I think about like that damn six flags commercial. It's like you have to be all crazy and put your hands everywhere. Those are very different songs. But I feel like it's that same energy. It is. It is kind of the same energy. You have to like put arms out and be like, yeah. I should go home watch Space Jam. I don't even think I own Space Jam. I don't either. Surprisingly, I own a lot of movies. I don't own that one. I think I have a. Di- I might have a digital copy of it. In fact, I'm pretty sure I do. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter and the Chamber Minutes, the fan podcast where we're overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. One snapey minute at a time. <laughs> snapey. Snapey. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Oh, that's it's so snapey. Ew, that guy's so snapey. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't either. Uh, I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And uh, today we're talking about minute number 34. <clears throat> talking again about minute 34. Shh. Uh, uh, which starts with a threat from Filch, and it ends with uh, Dumbles and McGonagall to the rescue. Uh, and yeah, I guess we could just... Victoria and I are recording this for the second time, because I lost the recording yesterday. Which bums me out. I know. So if it feels like we're treading the same water, or if it feels like... Uh, we're not into it. No, I'm definitely into <laughs> it. Like, I am I am actually No, I am into it, I get to talk this about things again. I know, it's, this is such a good minute. Like, I don't care that we're doing this twice, this is such a good minute that I'm okay with it. 
we get my favorite, favorite Filch line in this minute. <laughs> oh, dear. We are in trouble. I really like Filch. And um, I just, his delivery is so moments. good. David Bradley's delivery Every is so good. Every moment is awesome. Yeah. Because uh, in the last movie, didn't I say yeah. that my favorite, my favorite Filch line like, was right the... He's well, there's more than werewolves attention. in those woods. Yeah, he's trying like to that. scare them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, Filch, you're hilarious. No, Filch is a very, very, uh, he's a very complex character. He is a very complex character. We'll get into that next week. Uh, we were made, I think, I think, was it in the last minute I made the, you made a Blofeld joke? Because he's sitting there stroking Mrs. Yeah. Norris as he's talking to them like some villain. Mm-hmm. Like, that's and that's the thing is they be, because through Harry's eyes like he's he is kind of the a, a villain a minor villain he's a narc yeah <laughs> it's like oh no yeah he's the snitch of the school and then uh, we Snitching cut away from out. Filch to a newspaper yes the f- first one we've seen this year this year and. It makes sound. It does. There's an image. We asked this way back when we saw Gilroy Lockhart's um, Magical Me signing poster. poster. Yeah, because it had the lightning crack and you hear the lightning. Yeah, and you heard it. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, I I can't imagine that happens with everything. Like, um, we were talking to Nick Jimenez and and Nick and we concluded that that was just a promotional image and that's why, like, it's not like the cover of the book would make noise and we don't see lightning cracking on the cover of the book and we don't seem to have any evidence that, like, the photographs in uh, The Daily Prophet can make noise. Well, no, and then here we go. But not only that, but like, he has a photo album with his parents in it. They don't talk. His parents don't talk to him. Yeah. You think if they did, like, he wouldn't want to? Like, oh, that's kind of tragic. But That is kind of tragic. I mean, it doesn't. They don't talk. They're like, so, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Portraits but- talk portraits talk yeah and i think there's something magical about like i think it's like the time that it takes to like Maybe create a portrait of somebody newspapers only have sound effects it's not actually the sound there's like a foley artist <laughs> right like you don't get like if there's like an interview you wouldn't hear the interview but if there's like a loud snap of a camera or like we like, hear like the in car. this one we hear the car we hear the car drive by that's know, so whatever. weird though like that's all you get does it always, is it, is it a gift? Does it just keep replaying and play that sound over and over again? Oh, right. Like, it's, like not, it's not playing like a whole, like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like after the car drives off camera. Like, that's it. Like. I would assume it would have to loop. I, I would, yeah. I would assume so. Otherwise, like. So are, are, that are, are these it, magical gifts? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because this is very different from, like, the Chocolate Frog portrait when Ron is like, well, you can't expect him to stand around here all day. Yeah, he like, took off. Like, the, the, the photograph has a life of his own in, like, photograph yeah. world? Like, <laughs> wait a minute, photo world. I don't What's know. photo world? I don't know. What, where does he go when he walks off the camp, when he walks off the Chocolate Frog card? I mean, even in the book, we, well, we do get they evidence. They travel between was, yeah, the same portraits. portraits. But... That's portraits. That's still different from this. There again. There's portrait world or something like you're able we to go see from that, one to well, another. Yeah, the 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 portraits in um, Hogwarts can move from one portrait to another, and it doesn't have to be their same image. Whereas, like the the headmaster photo of Phineas Black only travels between Dumbledore's office and the Black household. Yeah, it usually it's like two points or something like that. Because it's also a picture of himself. Is he? He's 
in one or the other. He's never in both. Right. Weird. He's still one thing within thing, within a whatever. portrait wormhole that it's so weird i don't yeah we're getting this is it's magic it like there's no explanation for how it works but the fact that i don't know i think that the fact that this newspaper makes a noise would be really really annoying yeah you're trying to read read it and it's just over and over again even when you're on the next page like it's still gonna that image is still moving Uh it's like oh my god i just want to finish reading my newspaper so i don't have to listen to this anymore can i just cut this out and if you cut it out of the newspaper, does it still move? It's on the I, yeah. I think it's the image and not the paper. Not the paper itself. I don't know, Victoria. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I also have another note. We have, there's a lot with this. Just this newspaper alone. There's a lot. I mean, even the fo- like photographs of his parents that move. They don't talk. You don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. But they move. What if you tore it in half? I don't know. What would ha- what happens? People get angry. They tear people's faces off a picture. Like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. What if you tear just someone's face out of a photo? Like now you have oh like God. a headless. Like does it does it kill the person the image? Like it's just there. No, you see the you see the body and it's just doing this. Like it's confused with his arms out. Like what? Like it's... reaching for a head that isn't there. That's so freaky. I don't know if I like that. And then the head is just like. <clears throat> Like, yeah, you have a little piece that has a head on it, and it's just, like, horrified. It's like, well, I, don't I don't know. That's so weird. We went oh, dark. I know. Sorry. <laughs> this yeah, is not where we went yeah, last time. <laughs> no, because I never, like, stopped to fully think about moving pictures. Yeah. Because there's moving pictures, portraits, and articles. Like, like a picture, newspaper articles. A newspaper article. Or if you had a book, if there was a picture in a book. Do illustrations move? move? Yeah. I don't know. So it's like so weird because those things like are Yeah, what makes the portrait move? Like theoretically it's paint on canvas. I don't know. It's so weird. It's very it's very interesting to think about because I'm just like, okay, well, things like that are n- are not indestructible. Yeah. So like what happens when it gets ripped or torn or shredded Who or knows? whatever? It's so weird. It know. is so weird. Very weird. Um the the this is the evening prophet the evening prophet that is what the heading is yeah which means that like when we were asking how quickly the the prophet runs stories like what the turnaround is it's got to be quick it's pretty quick how many prophets are there they have a morning prophet if i had to guess it's just the two because the daily prophet gets delivered in the morning okay and then the evening prophet at night yeah i would say two okay uh we'll have to keep an eye out in Prisoner of Azkaban to see if Stan Shunpike is reading The Evening Prophet when when Harry sees Sirius Black's image for the first time. Oh. Well, I mean, it could still be a daily prophet that he had from yeah. earlier that day. But, but it, I don't know. I think it would be something to keep a note for. Keep an eye out for. Yeah, see if, like, we see The Evening Prophet again. Yeah. So we get, a, we get Snape in this minute. Snape Yay! is, um... He is livid. Oh my god, rightly so. Snape is so angry. He tells Harry and Ron, like, you are seen by no less than seven muggles. No, because this is this is high level of, like, you're in trouble. Yeah, this isn't even, like, this goes outside the boundaries of the school. Like, we were talking about this yesterday, I think, about, like, the boarding school mystery that Harry's in. Yeah. Versus, like, big world, like, Harry has a destiny 
story, the chosen one story. That's like the actual arc of these seven books. And so this is going outside the boundaries of like, something's wrong at the school to like, you risk the exposure of the magical world. Like, this isn't all about you. Do like, you have right now. any idea how serious this is? Like, it doesn't matter if it's you or anyone else. Like, this is the worst thing you could be doing. Like, the worst thing you could have done. Yeah. Is take this flying car. That's It's not a small car, either. No. It is a pretty big car. Because it's from the 60s. I mean, they made boats back then. They're just yeah. so big. Uh, in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. In the middle of London. In the middle of London. And flew. Just yeah. flew it across. Like, it was no big deal. Like, it's fine. Like, you even almost crashed into a darn clock tower. Mm-hmm. Part of St. Pancras, pa- Pancras Station. And uh, heck, turns if, out if he did run into it... St. Pancras <laughs> is, like, next door to King's Cross. Oh. Really? Yeah, one of our listeners on the Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army reached out to me the other day. Interesting. Yeah. Why are they next to each other? It was like, um, aren't there, isn't there, like, there's, like, Santa Fe Depot in America Plaza downtown. Yeah, but they do totally different things. Santa Fe Depot has... Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Our, ah. our Santa Fe Depot has an Amtrak station. Well, the... As well as, like, a coaster, the, which is, like, a train. The St. Pancras is, uh, international. So maybe, maybe King's Cross is just, like, within... And, like, our America Plaza only has, England? like, the trolley. That's yeah. It. I don't know. Maybe they are Maybe they are different. I don't know enough. I didn't go digging into that. Oh. You're like, I, I didn't do my research. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess. guess uh, our listener, Andrew, will reach out and, and give and you And tell more. us more. It's like, okay, since I have to do your homework for you. Well, hey, this is not... <laughs> I, that's just not what I was... We, I wasn't I expecting that to come up in our conversation. <laughs> it's fun. weird because sometimes we do get, like... Which I really like. We do get listeners that reach out and kind of give us uh, information about talking points that come up. Because, like, I take my notes based on, like, what's happening in the minute. Or, like questions about the book stuff and then sometimes our conversation veers into territory that i'd like just had no reason to even think of preparing for right um which was interesting so i i that's that's why i really i like the listeners army guys if you're not part of the listeners army you should join us over on facebook i i especially like this scene because even even like the most adamant of Snape haters, naysayers, or what have you. Yeah. It's just like, I'm sorry, but if you look at Snape's face in this scene, he doesn't look just angry. He looks concerned. Yeah. It's like a very parental fatherly look. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just like, oh, you could have, like, ruined all of, like, magic. Yeah. Like, magic users, like, uh, the, uh, you us being exposed. exposed. Us. Uh-huh. But, like, you're who you are and you're supposed to be kind of keeping a lower profile. Yeah. And you're flying around just, like... I think, um, we were discussing and this might have been in the last minute, this might have been in our first recording about yeah. how a Draco would look at this and be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. St- stupid Harry Potter. Had to meet loves, the front page again. Yep. Loves just loves being his a celebrity. celebrity. Uh-huh. Just like, of course he has to make Famous an entrance. Famous Harry Potter can't even go to school without making the front page. No, he has to make an entrance. Yeah. Uh, you know, he has to do like a whole thing. So like. Well, we, I think we talked about, I think we talked about to... in the book, in the book, aren't they like, can you imagine what everyone's going to say when we arrive? Yeah, like, like they they kind of have a little bit of a pride there, which again, like you're not like you're not 
letting it sink in, like, the depth of, like, how much you royally effed up. Yeah. Like, you're still, like, being stupid, that stupid kid mentality of mm-hmm. like, oh, like, oh my gosh, this is, like, so cool. And I'm like, no, you big dummies. Like, this is, like, a big deal. You could have been expelled. And if yeah. you were anyone else, you would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're lucky that you are best friends with Harry Potter and Harry Potter has to be in this school. Yes. Like, otherwise, yeah, you would have been expelled. And rightfully so. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Uh, as as Snape gets up and he says, like, if it were up to me, you would be on the, the train home tonight. But I again, that, the way it's worded is, like, he knows full well. It's not, it's up, not to up to him. He and knows he, it's and not up to him. And they do need Harry there. Yeah. And he might not. He doesn't know the truth yet, as far as I'm aware of, like, what. Yeah, no, he definitely doesn't know the truth of what Harry, what Dumbledore has in store for Harry. But he knows that Harry's important. Yes. And... Harry has to be there. Yeah. It's not like you can just send him home and be like, well, we're not going to be in a wizarding school. Like, that's how we're going to take care of this. Like, no, it's not going to work. No, no. Because uh, Harry... Harry is the chosen one. He does know that Harry has... He does know the prophecy. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's well aware that, like, Harry has no has no choice in this matter. He's been chosen. He's... Yeah. So it's like, it's not even like he's, they're coming to the rescue. Yeah. It's the fact that like, they just interrupted like a thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I feel like almost like Snape would like roll his eyes. Like, ugh, like I know that. Did we talk about it? I don't know. Again, I don't know if we talked about it yesterday or in the first time we recorded this, but do we talk about why he brings them to Snape? We were, we were trying to wonder, like, why why he would bring them to Snape. My, my joke was that because uh, Snape's line on the, you know, line of teachers who are going oh, to be yeah. teachers, he would be stuck next to Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, who is Gilderoy Lockhart. He doesn't and want to Snape be at the table like, with Yeah, Gilderoy I'm not Lockhart. sitting next to this guy. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want I'm to gonna the eat in my office, or yeah. <laughs> I'll be down here. My, uh, my guess is that, you know, he's already got this paper. He's already prepared. Like, they know that... He knows that it's Ron and... He I must mean, know that it's Ron and Harry. Dumbledore has to be in the Great Hall. Yeah. To take care of this. So he's obviously can't, He's like, doing his speech. He's doing his The thing. sorting is happening. McGonagall's there because of the sorting. And McGonagall's there because of the sorting. So the only person... And I feel like if you went down by ways of, like, who's in charge... Like, hierarchy? Yeah, Snape's hierarchy? next in Snape's line, Snape's next in line. Uh... Which is interesting to me, because even in the book, I get that sense that he is next in line. Which is, yeah, because he's, he's probably the youngest professor. He is the youngest, and he has that much clout. Yeah. People don't give him a lot, you know, enough due of what he was able to accomplish within the short amount of time he was a teacher at Hogwarts. Yeah. It's all like, well, yeah, I mean, Slytherins are, are, are not seen as very good people, whatever, or what have you. Yeah. But... He was able to lead them to win, like, the House Cup every year for the for past, like... Seven years, six, I think? seven years. Yeah, something like that. And, like, and win the Quidditch Cup, like... And they said they ha- that hadn't been done, like, prior. And I'm like, no, he was obviously very good at being the head of that house. Yeah. So, I'm like, he's obviously accomplishing things. He's, like, really, uh... Has a lot of respect and clout already yeah. at being as young as he is. I mean, he doesn't look young in the movie. But in the book... Yeah, he's like 30. Yeah, they're, you know, 31, 32. 33, I think. 33. Yeah. He, early 30s, basically. Something like that. He's he's young. I mean, as young as, like, his parents are supposed to be. As yep. Harry's parents are supposed to be. I know, it's so crazy that, like, whenever we see images of Harry, of, of, of James and Lily, you gotta think that, like, no, they're actually supposed to be 21-year-olds. 
And it's just like, they don't look it. Yeah. It's like, no. And I get, and I get, uh, I just want to point out how much I love his office. Oh, Snape's office is amazing. I love it so much. There's lots of greens and blues. I love the candles. The I love all the, the candles mm-hmm. and the ice. I would love to like look and see what all, what everything on the shelf is because I'm sure that it's meticulously chosen. Like we know that that's what Stuart Craig does as far as his set design goes. I bet you every one of those is labeled differently and has something different inside of it. Oh yeah. It's so cool. Snape seems seems the person to be very well organized. Oh yeah, which is why like even in like later when Hermione steals things from his private thing, like he knows he knows right away. Right like, away. Are you brewing Polyjuice potion? It's like come on now, like he's he's not he's not the potion master for, for nothing. nothing. Yeah, like he could just look at his shelf and be like, mm, okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> I see what's missing and I know what you're doing. Yep. Yep. Well, that's why he, that's why it's so interesting. They, they confront it in uh, Goblet of Fire multiple times. They confront the idea that like someone's making Polyjuice Potion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both Myrtle and Snape accuse Harry of it in the movie, which is uh, appropriate. You know, they're right. To... I mean, he has a track record. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Again, it's hard to, like, if you really, like, stop and think about things, and you're like, oh, always blaming Harry, and I'm like, there's there's a reason why every time <laughs> there's, a, the, the, like, things go back to Harry, is because he has a track record. There's already things that are known yeah. about him, so you can make assumptions, and I know, yeah, sure, it's bad to assume, but I mean, like... Yeah, because Harry's story, coming up. Harry's story is bigger than this boarding school mystery. Yeah, that that we've been set up with in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he can get away with doing things like practically exposing wizard kind to the Muggle society, and they have to let it slide because they're training him for something bigger. Yep. Uh, we talked about it a little bit in season one about like what the school of magic is for like it because this school isn't exactly it isn't always a traditional you go you do your homework you take your tests you get good grades you go home like yeah because harry's being trained to like fight a war and and so yeah it's not so cut and dry dumbledore's aware of this and i think mcgonagall and snape are like kind of aware of it Mm -hmm. and so they let things slide with harry because they're grooming him for something bigger. Mm-hmm. He gets special treatment, but like, but it's for a purpose, yeah. I suppose. I mean, I, I'm never, it. I'm never. It's in, weird. In, in, is in, Harry in a... the character? Is Harry the character that like you either choose to be the hero or you have it thrust upon you? Like, which is Harry? He's a little bit of both. He's a little bit of both, because technically. It's not it up to Harry to solve him. this mystery in this movie. It wouldn't be him if it wasn't for the fact that Voldemort is assumed. Yeah. Well, and, and specifically in this movie, like in the last one, yeah, it wasn't up to them to figure out what was going on under the trapdoor. Yeah. Like, this, the situation sort of aligned that he, like, found the trapdoor. No one else did. Hogwarts mm-hmm. may have guided him there or something. Who knows? Literally in the movie, we see that the the staircase shifts to put Harry at that door. Yeah. And and he stumbles upon the Miravera set outside of the library when when he just picked a random room. Like I don't know. The situation sort of guides him to the answers sometimes. But he's also like 
he also has the ambition to go looking for trouble. <laughs> kind of. I guess that's what you're going to call it. Sure. He he takes the responsibility for it, even though it's not his all the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. God, I just love the look on, on Snape's face so much. It, it, it also just shows how much it meant that Rowling let him in on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Alan Rickman was aware. I mean, he knew, like, literally, like, what, before? I would assume, like, from the very beginning before the first one. Yeah, none of the directors even knew. No, she no met one with knew. him. She met with Alan Rickman um, on her own, like, without Chris Columbus or anyone else, uh, in order to tell him something about his yeah. character. Yeah. So that um, he could accurately portray this character. So, so I think even, I think most of the directors kind of played a little more hands-off with Alan Rickman because... Because he knew more about like his he character. A, he was on his own type of thing. Sort of. Yeah, right? he knew more about his character than the than directors anyone. did. Which I find fascinating. Well, I think that I think that even by um, by the time Alfonso Cuaron steps in, like that becomes even more apparent. Because um, he steps in and he's already aware, like, hey, you guys have been already playing these characters for two years. Like, yeah. I'm the new guy here. Like, what do you think your character would do in this situation? How do you think they would respond to this? And then they kind of like worked together to find. Me. They worked together to find like the 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 real balance there, which is impressive. That's why, like this this look right here. That like I'm sorry, like I'm not projecting. I I am looking at this look. Even you, even yeah. You I'm gonna said, use this. I'm gonna use this as like the look at image. this look on his face. It's like it's wonderful because if this wasn't proof right there that he knows more than he's letting on, I don't know what is because this is a very fatherly parental look. Yeah, in it's a scene not in which it just if you weren't knowing. You would just assume like, oh, he's just he's being just a snake, being a jerk, and picking on Harry again, like, angry and seething, and there's no reason for him to be behaving like this. But no, there's definitely legitimately like, yeah, concern in his expression, and it's not concern solely because they almost risked exposure. It's concern because like it's Harry, exactly. Which it takes the whole like you, it takes seeing the whole thing, knowing his whole arc, to like understand that in his character no and i just like kind of confirmed uh what i had said before and that's like even in the first movie where there's that scene he's seeing harry for the first time yeah hasn't seen harry since he was a baby he doesn't know what he's gonna look like or whatever and here he is and and from all intents and purposes what you've heard from everyone else is he looks like james and has lily's eyes yeah you look like this guy who bullied the crap out of me and made my school my school life hell but yet you look like you have these eyes that are like this woman that i was in love with her eyes and that's a lot of emotions all at once being thrust upon you. Yeah. So he's looking at Harry and Harry is like rubbing his, you know, rubs his scar because he's getting that, um, like a yeah. feeling because right next to him is the Defense Against Dark, Dark, Dark Arts teacher and it's Quirrell with mm-hmm. Quirrell with his back to him. Yeah. Which is Voldemort. Voldemort. Mm-hmm. And as soon as like he notices that Harry is rubbing his scar, you see Snape like automatically like turn, like, like he's, like he's on alert. Like he's on alert. And I'm all like, see, he's already looking out for Harry because he sees that he's in pain. And he's just like, what is that? Like, why? If why? Snape wasn't there muttering his little counter curse. Like, ah, yeah. I hate people. Hate he's on trying to protect so Harry. I'm just like, no, like from the beginning, he was trying to protect him. 
Yeah. You just don't, don't, don't even, I didn't, I didn't even notice it until like recently when I, which is crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, we didn't talk about that when we actually talked about that minute. I don't think. I don't know. There's so much good stuff with Snape. I'm just like, how dare you people? Yeah. Yeah. Forever love him. Forever love Snape. I love him so much. Mm -hmm. My favorite. And then, uh, at the end of this minute, we get Dumbledore and McGonagall showing up. Yeah. To finish that thought of like, Mm -hmm. oh, basically not up to you. As it were. Yes. It is not up to you. It's like, yeah, no, no duh. All right. <laughs> I was getting to that. Right? It's like, ugh. That's what I was going to say. You just had to, like, step on my line. Jeez, Dumbles. Right? It's like, I know. It's like, it's like, I feel like it's like one of those bad bosses where he wants to come in and interject at, like, that exact moment. Like, knowing full well, like, yeah. you were going to say the thing, but, like, you just wanted to say the thing. It's uh-huh. just like, <laughs> like you know, it's like Snape backs off like right away. It was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, fine, like, I'm done. All right. Like, all I right. did. I did what I did. Like, you do what you need to do. I just want them to be aware of how serious this is, which is very serious. And I feel like, for for whatever reason, Dumbledore and McGonagall don't show that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's we like, don't it's ever like, see any of either of them really being disciplinary so i think that's another reason why everyone just kind of like latches on to like oh snape's a jerk and snape's all blah and i'm like well yeah because it's like a constant good cop bad cop situation Mm -hmm. they're running a school full of children like someone has to be the disciplinarian of course you're gonna love dumbledore and mcgonagall because mcgonagall's stern but like she'll let you off yeah she's earnest and dumbledore is just so like all over the place that you can't get a straight answer from him anyway. Yeah. Snape's the only one that's going to be like, nah, you screwed up and yeah. you screwed up Royal. This like, is, this, this is, is what you did deal. wrong. Like, you, you crashed into a whomping willow that's been here since before you were born. Like, it, again, which sounds very fatherly. Uh-huh. Like, it's just like, do you realize how long that tree's been there? Like, it's yeah. like this whole thing. And it's, it's kind of cute. <laughs> like, he's concerned for the tree. Mm-hmm. It's like... Okay. So I, I think it did more damage to us. Right? Like, but, but, like, <laughs> like you're worried about the tree. The tree was attacking us, but uh-huh. whatever. Uh, it's, it's just really funny to me. I'm like, well, yeah. So it's like, it's like the father having to be the one that's bringing the hammer down. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, but it's okay. Run like, along now, have a piece of chocolate and go back to bed. Just like, what? Parental Snape. No. He has to be, he has to be the bad cop. I think that's, uh, that's a little bit, that's another part of it. Bad cop Snape. He's the only, he's like the only one who seems yeah. to take any rules seriously. And I, and I get that sometimes because I feel like even like when we're working at the theater, like I'm the one that wants to like enforce rules. And they're like, who cares? I'm like, what? No. <laughs> like, what are the rules there if you're not going to enforce them? Why even have them? Like, ah, it annoys me. So I'm like, I, I get that. I'm like, he's yeah. just like, why? Like, you need some kind of punishment. Like. They should get some kind of punishment. They do. They get they they get like detention. Yeah. Yeah. What else are they gonna do? I know. They're at school. What else detention. are they gonna get other than detention? Because they can't be expelled. Nope. If you got suspended at Hogwarts, would that mean that you just have to stick around, but you're not allowed to go any of the classes, so you fall behind? No, I think that's. I don't think that's. That's 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 bad disciplinarianism. I, well, I, I mean, suspension does exist in, like, muggle yeah, schools. Yeah, and I, I think it's, I think it's, but uh, the intention isn't that you're going to fall behind. 
No, no. But you're just out of school for like a couple of days. Yeah. But they can't kick you out of the school grounds for a couple of days. So I just feel like they what? They don't let you go to class? I don't know. How, what is there? No, I think detention is just the way to solve it. That's it. Yeah. But they're not going to make them go to the Forbidden Forest this time, sir. Nah. No, instead Harry's going to have to, well, we'll talk about Harry's discipline in like a few weeks. Right? Months? I think that's, I think that's minute, like, I don't think we actually see Harry's detention until minute like 45. Good lord. Wait, we're already at, no, that's not even true. We're only at 30, we're at 34 now. Uh, it might even be in like the, here, I can tell you. I know who's going to be on for that week. Oh my uh, We don't see Harry's detention until after Eat Slugs. That's a while. Uh, it looks like it's minute 46 to 50. So, a month from now? We'll finally see him get punished for, yeah. this, for this thing that he did. Yeah. Oh, how funny. That's everything I have for today. Oh, right. How do you feel? feel okay. Yeah. Still feel like the first recording was probably better. But I tried I try to It get, literally I, didn't record anything. I tried to get around to the points that I remember us talking about before. Yeah. I feel like it was a good conversation. Either way, this is a long one for this week. Thank you everybody for joining us once more. You can of course find us on duelinggenre.com along with a bunch of other shows. Uh, I believe that Lord of the Rings Minute and Toy Story Minute are both back with their second season, so you should check those out as well as all the other great shows that are running over there. And come back tomorrow as we wrap up the week with Minute 35 of Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief Mischief Managed. Managed.